This is the MMA Takes Podcast with your host, Brian Petrie. Fuck Ben Rothwell. Let's get it going. Let's talk about how fucking big of a bum Ben Rothwell is. We're going to get into it. Not right this second. We're going to recap the entire fights. I'll get to fucking Bigfoot Ben, that piece of shit that cost me my slime ball. What's up? This is the MMA Takes Podcast. Sorry for starting off on such a, a sour note, boys and girls, but you know, I, I, I had a chance to be up. Some units. I had a six unit week two weeks ago, three in a row, slime ball parlay. And then Ben Rothwell ruined the party. Uh, I'm not happy about that. Did hit 200 dogs, but didn't put enough on them to cover my loss in the slime ball. I also took Ben Rothwell by submission, a little poke by submission, but the guy just sucks. So let me tell you welcome to the show. Welcome to the show. We talk gambling here, gambling, MMA. Uh, really, that's it. MMA gambling. That's all I do. It's all I gamble. I have some sharps uh, that are on with me that they gamble everywhere. But speaking of sharps, Christian was at Fury FC last night. Denver, Colorado. Dana White was in the audience. And uh, Christian took a picture with him. I put it on my Twitter. Go follow that. Him and his wife, his lovely wife, Molly, took a picture of Dana White with Dana White, excuse me. And then with Matt Sarah as well. Um, pretty awesome. Dana, uh, Christian said Dana was a cool dude. I think he signed two guys. Mo Miller. Guy from Ohio, contender series winner, got choked out. Mo, say it ain't so, Mo. Say it ain't so, Mo. That's unfortunate. That is unfortunate because I thought Mo Miller was, you know, he, he's a prospect. He's a good wrestler, but, you know, maybe he's not ready for the big time yet. Doesn't matter. Don't know him personally. Who cares? Ohio guy, rooting for him. Uh, we're going to recap UFC Vegas 42 with uh, Max Holloway versus Yair Rodriguez. An incredible absolutely dynamite fight um yeah unbelievable fight so we're going to recap that betting recap all that jazz all that jazz who's saying that jazz all that jazz uh weekend was good was on vacation last week really studied this card i went seven for my picks which you know them the breaks them the breaks i was wrong on some you know one of the key fights i should have been right on i was wrong it's actually two really um, we'll go through the breaking, but, but vacation was good. I was going to work a couple days. You know what I mean? I was gonna be like, you know what? I could, I could work a few days. You know, why not just work a few days, extra, some extra cash. And then, you know, I'm waking up to my daughter in our bed. She was, you know, not feeling so well. And then I'm waking up in the middle of the night to help with the little one, you know, cause my wife's always doing that. And then I'm like, what am I doing? You got a week off or paid week off work, right? You're not going anywhere. Stay with your babies. So I had a lovely week off, went to the park, did a bunch, did, really didn't do much, but, you know, played with the kids, had fun with the kids. It was good. So back at the work today was first one, first day back at work. You know, what are you going to do? Right. I had the Monday blues a little bit. I was, I was, I was rusty, uh, but other than that, nothing, nothing crazy. You know, I always got stories. I always got, you know, something happened to this guy or something, you know, but I, 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 uh, I got to tell you, it was a pretty, uh, pretty even, uh, uneventful weekend for me. Um, besides the fights, you know, Bengals were off. They didn't have to play. People lost in the division. Thank God. Uh, but yeah, let's go over the betting recap for UFC Vegas 42. Good card. Like I said, I went seven, four of my picks. I went two or three of my locks, uh, 4.2 out of five for, it was a great event. 
not uh, not slammed with talent or, uh, you know, a lot of the fights didn't jump off the page besides the main event, but a lot of these fights delivered. So my straight picks, I had Chaos Williams as a plus 118 underdog. I had half a unit on that, cashed on that. I had Chaos Williams, very small. I didn't track this, but it was a $10 bet by knockout. It was like plus 225 or plus 250, I think. Hit on that, which is nice. Cynthia Cavillo, this one killed me because Cynthia Cavillo was going to be in my slime ball. I had the graphic made. I had her written down in my little fucking green special notebook. I was confident that she would win that fight. And then last second, I pulled a Ben Rafa. Wouldn't have mattered because both lost. But I put 1.25 units on Cynthia. I thought she was going to wrestle at minus 122. That one burned me. That one sucked. And then I had Hafi Alves, my dog lock of the of the week, uh, half unit at plus 152. Um, you know, got to, you know, got to, uh, got to start hammering some of the guys. I was very confident in the Alves fight. I got to start hammering these. He's a wild man, but I got to start maybe putting a little more stock in some of my straight picks as opposed to the big parlay. Slime ball parlay was Max Holloway, Felicia Spencer, Ben Rothwell. Obviously, Rothwell shit the, shit the bed there. And then I had Rothwell by, uh, that was 1.5 units. And then I had Rothwell by submission at plus 550 at 30 bucks, 0.3 units. Obviously lost on that. So I'm down 1.7 units. When I could have been up, I could have been up. See, I'm building a bankroll here. Usually when I get enough, a certain amount of money, I cash out. No, I'm, I'm stacking stacks. And a six unit hit last week. I was one fight away from, from getting a nice little, uh, nice little, um, plus on the, on the plus side, but Ben Rothwell had to go and fuck it up, had to go and fuck it up. But again, like I said, I, I didn't love the card on a, on a parlay standpoint. I only threw one parlay, the slime ball, like I always do. I was nervous about Spencer, Felisa Spencer. A lot of the cappers got in my head about her. Uh, some people I respect were taking Letson. I, I didn't see it. Spencer was my mortal lock. She completely dominated. That's what I thought she was going to do. I thought she was going to wrestle. And I didn't know she was going to fucking cage her like she did, but I thought she was going to wrestle. And uh, But some people I respect, some people out there who are really fucking sharp. I mean, they're sharp. Had Letson, who, who was a decent striker, but she hasn't fought in three years. And, and when she did fight, I wasn't like blown away by her. I'm like... Yeah, okay, Felicia fought really dumb against Norma Dumont. She stayed on the outside with her and didn't really wrestle, which was which was stupid. But if she wrestled, I was like, this is over. Leah Letson, tough as they come, though. She really she really relented. And then finally, Felicia got that. I mean, broke her down every second of the round, got the finish. But I was a little nervous about that fight just because of other people I respected. I was confident. I mean, I'm a little embarrassed, right? I mean, I don't sell my picks. I, I'm, not a, I'm never going to. I do have a podcast giving picks out. I like people that tail me. I'm a little embarrassed having max. I was, I got him at eight twenty in my, in my slime ball parlay. That is way too high for any fighter. I just didn't love anybody else. You know what I mean? I almost put chaos in there. I almost put Alves in there. Those two guys I was very confident in, um, more Alves and chaos, but I, you know, I just was like, ah, go max, you know, very chalky. I somehow got it a plus number, but fucking Ben Rothwell, that cock boy, that cock sucker. All right, main event, Max Holloway versus Yair Rodriguez. Uh, surprisingly, no five stars for either guy. Listen, they both performed great, but I, I might be a little critical here, but I think it, Max looked great. I was more impressed with Yair. We know what Max can do. That's a, that's what Max does. We didn't know Yair could show up like that. At least I didn't. You know, fantastic strike. He made Max wrestle, which is like the first time I think anyone's ever really made Max wrestle and grapple. Yair's striking was was fantastic. He, you know, Max Holloway, the best boxer in UFC, baby. 
he you know he turned wrestler and which is great listen this is mma i love that but max uh didn't look super sharp to me He's, you know he, he came back he lost the first round i think he won three rounds to one you could have maybe give it three to two i had a three to one max or it's gonna be four one max i had yeah you're winning that first round and then all the other rounds were fairly close, but Max slowly took over. And Yair, both eyes fucked up, foot broken, Max eating big shots. It's got to be demoralizing. But a guy, Yair, I, I've kind of shit on a little bit because he turned down a lot of fights. He's been cut from turning down fights from the UFC. There's a lot of things that Yair um, has done in the past for me to talk shit about him. But he's a phenomenal fighter. He's been off for two years. He looked great. His cardio was there. His grappling, I mean, obviously he's a work in progress. Max mounted him, had his back, almost got choked out, but he never quit. Showed a lot of heart. His stand-up is, is flawless. I mean, his stand-up is great. He gets hit a little bit, but his boxing's gotten a lot better. His kicks are fucking dynamic. His striking's dynamic. He landed a back elbow. It's just unfortunate that Max is just made of something fucking different, made of fucking Captain America's vibranium shield. I don't even know if I said that word right. My buddy Austin's going to fact-check me on that, but... Max has just made it something different. Anybody else would have taken those shots. They would have been down. I mean, Yaya Rodriguez is a complete stud. Really surprising. Both guys get a four-star. Won the fights of the year. Amazing fight. High, high-level MMA. Max is just a murderer. He was getting banged up, getting his leg kicked out. Yair, I think, at some point, really kind of went away from his game plan and just wanted to fight. He's a young enough fighter now that I think if, if his coaches, if he's with the right coaches, they get a hold of him, like, listen, the kicks work and stay away from this guy. You know, Max was hunting him down, trying to box. Max was coming up, missing a lot. Um, but really impressed with that year. And again, we expect Max to do this. Um, I was just a little unimpressed with Max. I thought Max would finish him. I I, I uh, had Max as my send him home. I didn't bet it, though. But I had Max as my send him home. Um, it was just, I didn't want to put a lot of money into this card. And it was between Max and uh, Ben Rothwell with 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 the uh, submission. I did have chaos, a little, little sprinkle at 10 bucks, But... I was hoping Max got a, got a finish. He didn't. Um, you know, uh, I thought, you know, Max Holloway finished Jose Aldo twice, Anthony Pettis. This was going to be the one where he makes a stamp on it. You know, finished, he was an 800 favorite. You know, at one point, I think he closed at like a 600. But I just feel like this wasn't, this was a lot closer fight than the lines dictated. And I think Max just looked a little, you know, flustered in there. You know, he started wrestling and that's the well-roundedness. But like, you know, I don't know if he's going to be able to do that to everybody, you know, but Max, I mean, still, it was, it was a fantastic fight. I don't want to show either guy. I was impressed with both guys. Max has a lot of options now. He could fight Volkanovski, he could fight Connor. Connor did the, he was staring down Max during the stare downs, which everyone's like, it's so cringe. Fuck off. I loved it. Connor's crazy. You got to love crazy. And, um, and, uh, so yeah, Max has a lot of options. Yeah, year. I don't think his stock went down at all. I mean, he's banged up. Maybe not take two years off. Maybe get you back in there, fight you know high level guys. I mean, you're you're very very good, and uh, I love to see it. I pay Yair. To, I I pay for Yair to right uh right huh? fight. Yep. Uh, next up, fucking Ben Rothwell to Lima. I mean, I'm getting this out of the way. Oh, brother, this guy stinks. He stinks, Ben fucking Rothwell. If you're a Ben Rothwell fan, turn it off. Turn it off because. This fucking guy, this fucking guy. So he is a modest favorite at minus 158, right? The Lima, this guy hasn't beat anybody that's currently on the UFC roster. It's win-loss, 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 win-loss. He's coming off a win, so that means he's got to lose. The minute he gets to the ground, he quits. He's a quitter. You know, it is what it is. 
And Ben Rothwell comes out there. He hasn't been finished since Cain Velasquez. Notably good chin. He's 40 years old. This is 40th fight. Comes out there like he's walking his fucking dog. Comes out there, not a fucking care in the world. Little stroll in the park. And he walks out and he gets leg kicked like three or four times. And then boom, right hand, right hand, right on the fucking chin, backs up into the cage. Instead of covering, instead of clinching, instead of going for takedowns, instead of doing any of that, this big ape foot fucking big foot motherfucker, I can't even talk. This big stupid motherfucker starts throwing. And Delima's just going from the hips. His eyes are closed. He's breathing, his eyes, and he's knocking Ben Rothwell's head all around. He's almost fucking dead. Herb stopped it, didn't stop it. We'll get to that. And then and then towers over. Ben Rothwell, I know I, I, I'm upset because you lost me money, okay? You lost a lot of people money. But you know that DeLima, Marcos Rodrigo DeLima, has one way to win. He has about two minutes of that first round to catch it. Then he tires. And then it's all over, right? That's just that's just MO. Everyone knows that. You come out there and you get leg kicked like you've never been leg kicked before. Like, oh, what's it? You're not doing this in this fight? What the fuck? And then you get clipped with a punch, you know, because the Lima can punch. And then instead of covering up, instead of being a 40-fight veteran, instead of clinching, instead of trying to take him down, trying to slow the fight down, you just throw your big, long arms untied in the cage and get fucking your head bounced around like a soccer ball. What a fucking idiot. And now, Ben, and now, Ben, DeLima, who has one win against someone who actually fights in the OC, that's you, is now going to press conference just saying he wants to be in the top five. He wants to fight top five guys. DeLima. That's on Ben. If this guy lost, he's probably out of the UFC, right? This guy wins. All of a sudden, he's the best heavyweight in the world. Now, I know heavyweight's pretty thin, but what the fuck are we doing here, Ben? That's on Ben Rothwell. Delima saying calling for top five. What? Marco Sergio Delima, top five. What are we doing here? And Ben Rothwell, uh, he gets a zero on my score. Boop, zero. And this guy, this son of a bitch, on Stephen Miocic, I think video blog or something. He uh, was on a plane with Rothwell, and I think this is when Rothwell was supposed to fight Philip Lins. Let me see. It was a canceled fight. Yeah, so Philip Lenz, he was supposed to fight uh, like three or four times. Three times, right. And he's on the plane with, with Stipe. And Stipe's like, hey, what's up, Ben? Hey, what's going on? And Stipe's like, yeah, you got to fight this weekend. He's like, yeah, I'm fighting some guy named Philip Lenz. And he fucking does a hard eye roll. And Stipe's like, yeah. And he goes, yeah, what are you going to do? Like, he's too good for the fight. Like, he's too, you know, he, that's not worthy to him. Buddy, you haven't done anything. To be rolling your eyes at anybody. Okay? Crazy. You know, I don't know how this guy has fans. He looks like Bigfoot. He's arrogant as all get out. He's losing people money. He's making Delima thinks he's a top five fighter now. Top five heavyweight. Right there should put him down. You know what I mean? Boring as all get out. Does a weird dance. Does the little fucking hand thing that he does. This guy sucks. He's in the graveyard forever. I don't care if Ben Rothwell, if they dig up, not dig up, but if they find Joe Silva for my old school fans, little five nothing Joe Silva, and they go, you know what, Joe, you're going to fight to get your job back. And they put him in there with Ben Rothwell. Ben Rothwell is a minus 
10,000 favorite. I'm not picking him. I'm not betting him. And I hope he fucking dies. Now, I'm not going to say that. I hope he gets severely hurt um, where he can still live a normal life. He just can't fight anymore. How about that? Retire, Ben. Retire. You fucking bomb. You costed me. <sighs> he settled down. <laughs> That's what it is. He settled down. So fuck Ben Rothwell. He gets a zero. Delima gets a three. I mean, what did we, what did we think was going to happen? That's what Delima does. He comes out and he fucking swarms you. And Ben Rothwell, 40 fights, 40 years old, hasn't been TQ'd since Kane, which was still kind of a little bit of an eh, has a great chin, just gets mollywopped. <sighs> fucking Ben Rothwell. All right, whatever. Moving on. Felicia Spencer was Leah Letson. Total beat down by Spencer. Spencer gets a three. Letson gets a one. I, again, I, I grade these on the night of. Spencer should get a four or five. She was completely dominant in this fight. She was my mortal lock. Um, this is exactly what Spencer has to do. It wasn't the most exciting in the world, so maybe that's why I, I gave her what I gave her. But listen, she fucking sh- controlled on the cage. That's Leah Letson's job to get off that cage. Beat her up and then finished her. You know, in that third round, she didn't have to go for the finish. She was dominating. It was 10, eight rounds, but she went out and finished her. So props to Felicia Spencer. Kind of odd. I know it was... Veterans Day recently, um, but she's Canadian. She had American flag in her corner. I, you know, I don't know. I mean, he's like Brock Lesnar. You know, he went Canadian because he lived in Canada or he lives in Canada. But I thought it was kind of odd. She's Canadian, lives in America, lives in, you know, Orlando, I believe. But had an American flag in her corner. Kind of weird. But she gets, Leah Letson gets one. I mean, just, just, she was tough. I mean, I would like to see her fight maybe a striker. It looked like she was kind of smooth on the feet, but Felicia Spencer is completely dominated this fight. Uh, I enjoyed it to a point. And then I liked when she finished. She looked like she struggled on getting some takedowns. Looked like she didn't really want to get some takedowns. Like the putting her against the cage and really clenching her, beating up was kind of her, you know, her vibe, her groove. But I thought some takedowns maybe earlier, if she fought a little harder, could have got the finish. But, you know, that I'm just now looking things to critique. She got a finish and, and you know, not many girls at 145. And Felicia Spencer has already fought two of the best 45ers there is in 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 uh cyborg and uh Nunez. Um went to a decision with both of them, got her fucking head kicked in, but you know, went to a decision nonetheless, which is pretty good. Uh Chaos Williams versus Miguel Baez. Uh Chaos Williams, where are you at? Chaos. <clears throat> they moved this down. Again, I gave Chaos a three and I gave uh Baez a two. A little surprise on that card. I was impressed with Chaos. He won me money there. Uh nice little underdog play by your boy. Uh, chaos is a little wild. His technique's not great. My Miguel Baez has better technique, but he just, his chin's just not there. His defense isn't there. Chaos has a chin for days, man. This dude took some big shots and ate him. Anytime you get in the pocket with Chaos Williams, it's a problem because he's thrown heat and he's got big, big power. Uh, cardio checks out, you know, his leg was getting chewed up, you know, his toughness checks out, chin tucks out. Technical abilities aren't there. The ground game's still a little bit of a question. So I don't really know how far chaos can go. Miguel Baez just needs to kind of regroup a little bit. He seemed pretty down on, on Instagram. I blew it again, guys. I'm sorry. You know, he just seemed really down on himself. Two in a row. Ponsonibo is a very close fight. Got caught in this fight. What are you going to do? You're fighting a fucking absolute killer in Cass Williams with big, big power. Um, but Baez is good. You know, I don't think he's great. I think he can, if he tightens up his defense and he really picks his spots, he can be fantastic. But he went to the well a little too many times with that leg kick. And then again, when you're in that pocket... He's coming real wide with some some shots, and he's long, so it just it takes longer to get there. 
And chaos was just a short right hand right on your chin. And when you got a guy like power like that, you just got to get out of the pocket. You know, he's a fighter. He wants to get in and he wants to fucking bang. Like that's what he wants to do, but he's just not made for it with his chin. It's been chin checked before. And this time he got put out and uh, impressive. So Miguel gets a two. Cause I thought he looked pretty good. And then chaos gets a three. I thought chaos, maybe you should bump him up to a four. Again, I was maybe I was in a mood on Saturday uh, afternoon picking, uh, giving these scores out. I don't know. Song Yudong versus Julio Arce. Fun fight, a fight that I could have swore would go to the decision. Did not. Song Yudong, four stars. Julio Arce, two. Arce, really slick boxer. He's good everywhere, but it just feels like he just doesn't get off. Feels like he just, you know, it, it takes him a while to get off. And Song Yudong, a guy who's young, he's already fought in the UFC so many times. He, he really took advantage of his power and really took advantage of what he's good at. And this is the first fight that he's really done that. I don't know if he's because he wasn't worried about the takedown. He wasn't, I mean, Holy Arce is, isn't the most dynamic striker, but Song looked very confident. And I even talked shit about his power. I'm like, they, he's got one knockout. They show that replay over and over again. Well, now he's got two. Now he's got another one that can show. He's got big, big power called Arce and then a, a killer finish. I mean, I always forget how young he is. I think he's living in Sacramento full time now. So he's at Alpha Male all the time and, and he gets a four star this, this he's already fought so many people at 135 he's got some some really close split decision wins and some and some decision wins even if they're not split that i don't think he should have won he's got some decent finishes and he's young i keep saying he's young his motherfucker's young young song you know great name too i mean how can you not market that name i'd buy a song you know shirt you know what i mean make it a little funny maybe have a little penis joke in there i don't know i'm childish fuck it amuse me I, I, I rock a song, you know, I'm sure, though. But, yeah, impressive stuff. And, and Julio Arce, a guy who just needs to be active more. I think he's good. He's he's big for 135, and, and, and I think he is a good fighter, but he just needs to be a little more active. I mean, lately he has been. This is a, a quick turnaround for him, but you forget about him. Like, he goes away for a little bit, and then he comes back. But I think he's good. I think he just got caught. I think he'll rebound. All right, next up, Joel Alvarez with Tiago Moises. Boys. Number five star, man. Joel Alvarez, five stars, baby. Listen, I was all over Tiago Moises, a, a guy I was, I was fairly confident. I actually stayed away from this fight. I thought Tiago would, would come out really confident about who he's been in there with, who he's beaten, obviously coming four rounds with Islam. We've seen what Islam's done with people in the past. Lately, he's, he's a complete stud. Tiago's great on the ground. Joel, uh, Joel Alvarez has, is huge. He missed weight. Big knock on that. But he's big for this division. Great record. And he has shown to be lights out on the ground. So Tiago, who's also a high-level black belt, I thought would maybe want to take this fight to the ground. He decided to kind of stand with him a little bit. Didn't really seem to be worried about Alvarez's strikes at all and paid for it. I mean, Alvarez was aggressive and just nasty in there and wasn't worried about getting taken down because he's great off his back. And he goes, fuck it. I'm a, I'm the bigger guy in here. I'm the longer guy. I'm coming after you. Tiago threw some stuff. But I mean, Tiago's, I mean, his striking is okay, but it's not like fucking world class. And uh, Alvarez just fucking walked through everything Tiago did and, and, and literally just was teeing off on, on Tiago and, just an unfucking believable performance by uh, Joe Alvarez. Sorry, I'm a little distracted with my phone. Unbelievable performance, Joe Alvarez. This is a guy that um, I've doubted his whole UFC career. I have not been behind him. I'm not going to jump on the train now. What I will say, though, is now if he fights more often, because I feel like he gets lost. I mean, this is 155 pounds. If you're not winning every six months, people forget about you. It's a Shark Tank division. Quick turnaround for Joe Alvarez. 
two times he's missed weight. Let's make weight the next time. You're going to get a good name. You're going to get a good size name. They make weight. You fight him. You win again. I mean, this is a guy I'm going to keep my eye on. He was a huge dog here. Plus 205, two to one on your money. Completely whiffed on it. Five-star performance. He looked like an absolute fucking monster in there. And I'm really excited to see him fight again. I mean, 155 is interesting. People were com- you know, complimenting him. He's slick on the ground. His stand-up was always kind of his weak area. His stand-up looks pretty cleaned up. He's absolutely huge. Get that weight in check, right? Get that weight in check, and, and I really want to see. I mean, his his jiu is so good, but, like, what is it going to be like when he gets a guy who can fucking really wrestle and avoid all that? Like, how good is his jiu then? Is it good, like, I'm going to play off my back for three rounds and then lose a decision? Or is it, okay, I'm going to go for a couple submissions, and if I don't get him, I'm getting up? A lot of questions to be Alvarez, but I'm fucking excited. I'm excited about this kid. All right, next up, Andrew Lee versus Cynthia Calvillo. Calvillo gets a big old zero. Sorry, Cynthia. Listen, someone made a good point. Andrew Lee, by the way, gets a three. She looked phenomenal. Dog dog money on her. I know Christian had her. I had Calvillo, 1.25 uh, units, 125 bucks. I don't like when I lose. I don't like when I fucking lose. Anyway, um, Cynthia, I thought, was going to wrestle. She kind of wrestled. She looked just un, like not prepared. Andrew Lee came out with her hair on fire. I heard she stayed her whole camp in Louisiana, which I know sometimes she goes to Houston or, or Fortis or or maybe even, where does she go, Kraus maybe? I know she leaves Louisiana. She's dating Tony Kelly, a former uh, UFC fighter. I know he's a coach as well. They're dating now, and she stayed in Louisiana and brought some people in, and she looked fantastic. Usually Andrew Lee slows down a little bit. Did not slow down. Cardio through the roof. Takedown defense looked good. She looked mean in there. She's beaten up. Cynthia Calvillo at every chance she got. Uh, super impressed with Andrew Lee. Cynthia Calvillo looked like she just didn't want to be there. She's coming off the Andrade loss. She took this fight on short notice. I thought she was hungry. I thought she wanted this dub. Um, she obviously quit in between rounds, between two and three. She was just getting beat up and just quit. Uh, according to people, there it was like a device of her corner to quit. It wasn't like she was just like, I quit. But someone brought up a good point. Max Rovkoff got so much shit for quitting, right? Told him to call it. Was getting beat up, was tired, told him to call it. Calvillo did the same thing. Essentially, maybe her coaches pulled it, whatever. I, I got to hear the audio. But just because you're a woman doesn't mean you're not going to get the wrath. You get a zero and you quit when you were a favorite. A fight that you took on short notice, probably thought you were the better fighter and you weren't. Cynthia Calvillo was... Kind of like groomed to be the next fucking thing. And then now it's like, oh, wait, I'm not as good. I went up to weight because I couldn't make 115. I got caught smoking weed a bunch of times and I'm back up in weight. You know what I mean? And I still can't get it done. So um, obviously, I don't think she's done in the UFC. She's got a great record. I mean, not great record, but she's nine to four. She's fought everyone. Maybe take some time off. See if this is really what you want to do. I hate seeing people quit without like a. Maybe she did have a bunch of injuries. Maybe her hand was broken. Maybe her nose, whatever. I hate kind of seeing that, but Cynthia's kind of a proven to be a dog in the past. I just think mentally she just wasn't there. She doesn't need to be in there. But, you know, Max Rovkoff gets buried with shit. Cynthia Cavillo's going to get buried with some shit, too. I know it's a little different. Max's debut, yada, yada, yada. But still, you quit in between rounds, you're going to get some shit, man or woman. That's right. Everybody takes podcasts. Does not discriminate if you're a man or a woman. You quit between rounds. You're getting shit. Tell your friends. All right. Sean Woodson versus Colin Anglin. Sean Woodson looked pretty good here. Uh, Sean Woodson gets a three. Anglin gets a one. Man, stingy with the stars this week. Uh, Sean Woodson looked good. You know, his striking looked good. He's so big for that division. I'm so worried that anything's going to break. Colin Anglin, though, didn't he grapple, didn't wrestle, didn't really try to... Uh, 
like someone said his, his strategy was to like, you know, you know, make it ugly, dirty box and, and clench up and stuff. Tried to a little bit, but Woodson was just bigger, better everywhere. Striking was good. He slowed him down with the body shots and then ultimately finished when the body shots. Woodson's a guy who has that Julian Rosa ugly loss on his record, which no one likes to see. And then um, let me see something here. Sorry, boys. This phone. I need to turn it off when I do the show. You know what I mean? Get her out of here. Um, but he's a guy that that um, has an ugly loss to Rosa, but he's getting better from it. He's not fighting all that often. He did say, I want to fight more often, which is good. He could be a problem at 145 just with his size. I mean, he's so big. And, and Colin Anglin, I don't think, is a scrub, but he made him look like a scrub, finished him in the first round. You know, there's a lot of fights out there for Sean Woodson that's interesting, and, and I'm going to keep an eye on him. He's, he's so big for that division. He's got a giant head. Looks like he takes a punch pretty well. His striking's awkward. Looks like he's got some good power for that frame. So keeping an eye on Sean Woodson, um, overall good finish, good performance. Didn't touch this fight. It was a little high for me, but overall good performance. Courtney Casey versus Leon and Jojua. Jojua, I love you, but I'm about to talk some shit about you. Uh, you stink. I mean, she stinks. I mean, she's she's... Every time she went for a take, her 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 game is to get you to the ground. She's working on her stand up. She's been in Vegas, but her game is to get it to the ground. Right? She got it to the ground, did nothing. She has a good arm bar. She has good submissions, did nothing. Only took it to the ground like a minute left in each round. Every time she shot, I feel like she got a takedown on Courtney Casey, but she just stood in front of Casey, took ten shots, delivered one. Busted her fucking giant nose up. Took 10 shots. Delivered one. You're not going to win a fight like that. The fight IQ is absolutely terrible. Her skills aren't great. She's slow. Her reactions are slow. She has no quick twitch muscle. Even when she got it down, like she was on top, she did nothing. She was just like, oh, I got it down. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hold her down here. You, you got to do something, babe. You got to do something, babe. I said, listen, maybe, listen, I'll support Jojua, whatever she wants to do in her career. This might be the end of the line in the UFC, and I'm sure she'll go to Bellator. She'll go elsewhere. But, you know, if that OF comes up, you know what I mean? If that OF pops up, and I've never paid for an OnlyFans, but if you if you, if you share an OF and it's like, you know, 10, 15 bucks a month, yeah, maybe I'll do. I'll, I'll check out what you got going. But listen, Courtney, I had JoJo in this fight. I didn't bet this fight, but, you know, she gets a zero. Courtney Casey gets a three. Courtney Casey does what she does. Pieces you up, good cardio, take down the fence, still a problem, in my opinion. And what you gotta do. All right, Javier Alves versus Mark DeCasey. Alves gets a three, DeCasey gets a one. Again, with these threes, I don't know, you know, only one five star performance, in my opinion. I, I was really hard on these guys. Alves comes in flipping and shit. I hate that. I hate that because you're prone to gas. You kind of slow down, maybe not gas, but you slow down in your UFC debut. And then you're coming out flipping and shit. Like, what? What? So, I didn't like that, but I really like this matchup. To Casey's very inconsistent. He he came in in great shape, but I just feel like he just is a little too gun-shy, and Alves is too wild. I think Alves, I thought in my head, he, he kind of how it went. I should have maybe went with my instincts and took a bet. I obviously just took Alves straight up. Um, very confident. I thought Alves was going to get the finish. I have it written down right here, finish. I thought it might have been a KO. I thought he might have caught DeCasey because he's got big, big wild punches, and DeCasey's very tight, very technical, and a lot of those big overhands, wild shots kind of take technical guys down every once in a while. It was actually a jab that hurt him, flying knee to a guillotine. Alves got a killer guillotine. It's fucking death, and DeCasey tapped out. Um, Alves looked good, man. He looked good. He was my dog lock, nailed it. Um, 
if he can consistently make 55, because he was a 45 fighter, he's not the he's not the tallest guy, but if he can consistently make 55, I, I like to see this guy fight more. He's 20 and 10. Is he a future champion? No, of course not. I mean, I'm not. I mean, I mean, if if, if I mean, if the no, he's not. I mean, he's just he's not, but he's a wild man and he's a fun fighter. And uh I want to watch him. That's it. That's all you need. You not every guy, you know, he might think he's champion. But I yeah, I don't see it happening. I see him maybe cracking the top ten. Maybe. I mean, 155 is a shark fucking pin. Shark pin? Shark den. Um, but yeah, I don't know. All right, now the first fight night, Dongan Jun versus Kennedy and Jukuwu. Kennedy gets a zero. He did nothing. He threw no punches. Dongan Ju gets four stars. Boys, we gotta start looking at this guy a little bit. This is a pick em fight, essentially. I think Kennedy maybe closes as a dog, but this is a pick em fight when I had the lines. I didn't bet it. I should have bet it. Dongan Jun, big kid. Good grappling, good judo, good cardio, what we have seen, and then smart, powerful. They stood in front of each other, and he picked Kennedy away and then just finished with elbows. Kennedy's a fucking durable guy. And June put him out, like slapped him with some beautiful elbows and, and talked about why he fought the way he did in his post fight and broke it down. Ugly. This is a smart guy. This is a smart fighter. He's physically has everything. This is a guy that let's keep an eye on at 205. The Sam Alvey thing kind of sours me a little bit. But other than that, this is a fucking kid we got to keep our eye on, boys. Again, seven to four of my picks. I did the math so far. I know it's almost the end of the year. I'm 56.8% was I'm picking. That's that's my pick right now. I, I, want, I want to get to 60%. I don't know if I have enough time. There's plenty of events the rest of the year. Uh, I think I have to go like undefeated in all those to maybe get it up to 60%. But we're close. 50 6.8% um, uh, is what I'm picking right now. So that was the fight night. We got another fight night this weekend. It's my daughter's birthday. My little Hazel Basil, Hazel Bowie Petrie, gorgeous littlest, gorgeous girl. She is going to be one years old Friday. One. I got a four-year-old and a one-year-old, and we're having a birthday party Saturday. So either I'm going to be a really good dad and just not pay attention to the fight, or... Or I'm going to have it on the TV because we're doing that at the in-laws. I'm going to pop it on the TV. Just pop, 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 pop it on the TV and sing happy birthday and stuff. But, you know, I'll probably be home by the main card. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I just don't know. But it's a good fight night. Listen, there's some tricky fights in here. We'll break it down before we go. 12 fights. I love the co-main event. Michael Chiesa versus Sean Brady. Love that fight. Uh, Hani. Hani Aya versus Konyong Kang. Konyong Kang's a guy that... I, I, I obviously have seen him fight at tape study him, but he's very forgettable. But I see people really liking him. Honey Aya is just lights out on the ground. Like I and I think Kang is a ground. I don't know what's gonna happen. That's great. Joanne Wood, she got married to John Wood, changed her name to Joanne Wood. That'd been cool if she hyphen it. Joanne Calderwood Wood. Uh that'd been fun. But Joanne Wood versus Tala Santos, great fight. Tala Santos is that next bitch at 125. That's uh that's a tough fight to pick as well. I love JoJo. Probably going to lean Tyler because JoJo just got married. She's got a little in her mind. Maybe she's not focused. Yeah, yeah, then Tyler's a fucking beast. Adrian, Adrian Yanez versus David Grant. Listen, Yanez, friend of the podcast, hopped on the podcast. Nice dude. Unbelievable talent, right? I mean, the guy's the guy's great. His boxing's great. He looked really good against Randy Costa. Uh, you know, dropped that first round. And I have shit all over fucking David Grant. He's coming up a loss, but I have shit all over David Grant. I put my reputation. Guys, you can't sell or get a reputation. I put mine on the line again for Jonathan Martinez to beat David Grant and David Grant knocked him out. 
I have said some shit about David Grant. I looked at the line. Yanez is like a 250 favorite. Obviously, I want to hammer that. I want to be like, yes, that's it. Because I think Yanez is, is the future at 135. I think he's an absolute stud. David Grant's got that awkward boxing, and it's like fucking put me through a puzzle. My mind goes, Adrian Nez, put your mortgage on it. And then David Grant's like, well, I got a fucking left hook, mate. That was a horrible English accent, but you know what I mean. Fuck. Uh, Tiger looks for his Pat Sabatini. I just talked to this on uh, Twitter with Josh Silverberg. Josh Silverberg, a good follower, good dude, very smart. Uh, he broke this down, this fight down perfectly. Pat Sabatini, good grappler. Tucker Lutz looked good in his in his uh, debut. Looked distance management was good. His striking looked good. Pat Sabatini's striking is coming a long way, but it's still very green, and, and he needs to get the fight to the ground. But could he? Can he take Tucker Lutz down? I don't know the line for this fight. I didn't look it up. I got to imagine it's, it's semi-close. Maybe Lutz leaning to be in the favorite. Um, but, uh, yeah, that was a great breakdown by Josh Silverberg because that's 100% true. Um, are you going to take Sabatini? I took Embers over Sabatini last time. And Sabatini was getting his head cracked up and then fucking took a took a goddamn leg home. Tucker Lutz seems like he is a little more measured with everything. So, really fun fight. Hoffy Garcia versus Natan Levy. I like this fight. Chris Curtis. Ever heard of him? UFC fighter, friend of mine. Is friends with Natan Levy. He trains with him. Says he's, he's, he's the real deal. He's big. He's strong. He's athletic. Uh, hasn't fought in a little bit. He's only 6-0. Hoffy Garcia, 12-2. Hasn't had a good run in the UFC so far. But uh, that's a fight I'm looking at as well. At 155, Natan Levy is... Uh, uh, has all the appearance to be a stud. And I'm taking Chris Curtis's word for it. Loma Lukabumi versus Lupita Godnez. Lupi Godnez. This girl fights every fucking weekend, apparently. Loma Lukabumi has one of the greatest names ever. Um, complete stud. She has worked on her clinch grappling, and she's been strong in there. Lupi didn't look so great in her last fight against Lumi Calarena. She looked very small. She's back at 115. Loma Lukabumi is small. Probably could make 105 if they had it. Interesting fight. I want to fade Loopy so bad, but you know, I, you know, what are we gonna do? Uh, Terrence McKinney versus Ferris Zium. One of the fights that is going on the radar. I think this should be a main card fight. Terrence McKinney has the quickest knockout at 155, or tied for the quickest knockout. That one-two over Matt the Steamroller for Volta. Ferris Zium, kickboxer, lost his debut to my guy Don Madge. Since then, he is he's routed off some wins. Even though I don't think he beat Jamie Malarkey. Um, interesting fight because McKinney has a lot of questions that need to be answered. He's very powerful and his striking is obviously great. Very powerful striking is obviously great. How's his cardio? How's his grappling? There's a lot of things to like about this kid. I follow him on Twitter. He's got a great story. I'm rooting for him to win. I think the last time I, I did see this line, I think it's a pick him. Uh, fair see him kickboxing background, kind of a tall, lankier guy might be harder for Terrence McKinney to get in there. How well-rounded is Terrence McKinney? You know, I saw a guy following Twitter, Max Bet Terrence McKinney. He's like five units already. He's very confident. That's a fun fight. That's going to be a fun fight to break down. Cody Dernan versus Oli Oi or Quidley Oi. <laughs> I don't know how to do it. Uh, he made, you know, he's a Chinese fighter. Chinese fighters have not done very well in the UFC, believe it or not. Uh, as of late, excuse me, as of late. And Cody Dern's a guy who I, I just think is kind of average. You know, he's, he's tough, he's durable, but he's just kind of average. That's a so-so fight. Sean Soriano, a guy I actually like. He's got a lot of respect from a lot of people in MMA. His striking's great. He's beaten some really good people. He's trained with some great people. Dropped his U. I don't know if it was UFC. Yeah, it wasn't his UFC debut. It was his UFC return debut against Christoph Diegos. Uh He had Christoph Hurt. The grappling's a problem. The grappling's a big, big problem for, for Sean Soriano, and it just feels like he keeps getting grapplers. He's getting another one. Bear with me while I try to pronounce his name. Shaolin Nuradabliki. 
Let me try that again. Shalin Nuradanbiki. Nailed it. <laughs> Chinese fighter, uh, heavy grappling base, fought Joshua Colabo on his debut, got completely smoked. But uh, big, strong guy, but likes to grapple, likes to put you on the ground. That's going to be an interesting fight because I really do believe in Sean Swinnard. I think the guy's striking is, is class, guys. I think it's class. But uh, his grappling's dog shit. He's 14. So, well, we, we, you know, this guy was Kamaru Usman's like main training partner. Him and Michael Chandler are boys, Stanford MMA. Like, you know, get some wrestling chops, bro. And then uh, Laura Payana, a uh, little, little looky here, coming off a win over Rana Marcos. And then uh, she's fighting Sam Hughes, short notice Sam Hughes, uh, who just who came off a loss a little Loma Luka Bumi. Uh, obviously, Payana, I believe, would be a huge favorite. Don't know the line, but. Gotta imagine she's a huge favorite. But listen, there's some plays here. I, I gotta really dive in deep. I gotta tell you, Sean Soriano, maybe it's just me, but I, I'm looking at him. I don't know what the line is. Terrence McKinney, I know, is that line was fairly even. I'm looking at McKinney as well, even though that's that's a straight fucking pick him. Natan Levy, uh, Adrian Yanez, Tal Santos, Kiesa versus Brady's a banger. The main event, Kitlin Vera versus Misa Tate, which we didn't even talk about. I, because I I, I I will fully admit I, I need to do more study on Caitlin Vieira. Misa Tate looked good against GDR, but that was fucking uh, a 40-something-year-old GDR in her retirement. Misa Tate looks to be in incredible shape. She's a great grappler. Need to know more about Caitlin Vieira before I pull that trigger. I believe that line's very close, too. So your boy's got some studying to do. Your boy's got some things to do. All right, listen, as always, subscribe on MMA Takes Podcast on YouTube. Pick'ems are always going to be on YouTube. We had a little technical hiccup last time. Fuck me, won't happen again. Um, obviously, go to MMA Takes Podcast on uh, Apple Podcast. Subscribe, rate and review, rate and review, rate and review. We're on Spotify as well. Follow me on Twitters. Follow me on Instagram. Playing around with Instagram a little bit. Kind of getting back on there. Kind of getting back on that tip. So, uh, yeah, have a good day. That's it. Follow me on all social medias. MMA Takes to the fucking moon. Hey, pal, do me a favor. Get her down off there. What do you say? Woo! Escort this gentleman to the door. Do you see that shit? Who is that guy? He's good. He's real good. The name is Dollar.